Welcome to episode number 17 of the Mastering Marriage Podcast, where our goal is to strengthen, unite, and restore your marriage. Taylor, and together with my husband David, we are the co-founders of MendOurMarriage.com, and our goal is to break the back of divorce by bringing married couples together to be accountable, keep the passion alive, and expose the hidden issues that try to rip marriages apart. And we are back in the booth today with another listener's question, here again with myself, Amanda Taylor, and my co-host, my hubby, David Taylor. David Taylor, that's me. Hey guys, welcome to episode number 17 of the Mastering Marriage Podcast. Hey. And uh, yes, we would like to stay, well, let me, let me, I'm getting hype already. <laughs> we would like to start off by saying thank you for all of the support yes. that we've been receiving. Thanks um, everybody. We appreciate your emails, your messages on Facebook. The shares. The shares, the likes, mm-hmm. uh, the subscribers, you know, the members that's been joining the site. Right. Um, we appreciate everything. And, and, and by the way, uh, speaking of podcasts, hey guys, we're still trying to get to number one. So uh, we could use a little bit more assistance with the ratings and reviews. So please uh, submit some more ratings and reviews if you don't mind. You know, like after the show, go ahead and, you know, hit that rating button and, you know, give us a five-star rating and write a nice review for us. Yes, uh, we'd please appreciate do. That. Please we'd do. We'd appreciate that. But anyway, and this podcast is brought to you on behalf of MendOurMarriage.com. And on this website, our main goal is to break the back of divorce. Snap, crackle. Snap, crackle, pop. Nothing more, nothing less. And there are a couple ways that we do this, right? We have a membership community, well, three membership communities, um, and one of them have been just thriving because, you know, we have this special. Uh, for the entire month of October, for just $10, you have lifetime access to the couple's fitness videos. That's a good deal. That means that you don't have to pay $10 a month if you jump in during the month of October. After the end of this month, or at the beginning of November, it'll go back to $10 a month. So, uh, you got, what, three more weeks? Because, yeah, you got three more weeks to do it. So, we would love to see you guys. We've been getting a lot of members, a lot of members that are joining. Thank you. Um, thank yeah. you to everybody so we appreciate joined. We appreciate you guys. Hope you guys are enjoying it. We, uh, we want to hear some feedback and everything. So, uh, And also, we have some newness coming uh, at the beginning of November. <laughs> we got some new stuff coming for you guys. Yes, we do. Um, we, we got some stuff for the women, for the wives that have been struggling, um, those that are hurting and that really need a little bit more uh, special attention. We got something for y'all. So yes. uh, just kind of keep your ears open Stay for that. Stay tuned. Yes, because we about to drop this bomb. Yeah, like for real. <laughs> down. But anyway, let's get to the listener submitted question because this one is an interesting one. So Mandy, why don't right. you go ahead and read it for us? Okay, here we go. This listener wrote in, how do you deal with a spouse who has a sex problem? Not saying he's sleeping with the women. It's what he's saying to them socially. He's sending pictures of his penis and videos telling women he wants to perform oral sex on them. Hmm. Okay. So, yes, that's an issue. Yeah, it is. So, we definitely need to help this uh, this wife out. So, David, uh, I'm going to defer to you. Can you go ahead and uh, talk to us and... Give us some tips on on what to do with this. I'm going to let you take the lead on this one. It's pretty deep. (laughs) Yeah, this is an interesting one. And I'm going to take more of a a psychological perspective. 
Because you know a lot of listeners out there uh-huh. are about ready probably to tell her, you need to go. Yeah. And before drop you... Drop them like a hot pancake. Be- before you have that unction to say, drop them, tell them to stop, it's more difficult than that. And, in, and anybody who's been in a situation with their spouse, they know it's not just that easy. Or of, any uh, hard or, situation. Yeah, yeah. You, you know it's not that hard you know just to walk away. You know, you know it's not that easy just to walk away. You said right. that hard. Yeah. That's what I meant. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but anyway, so first and foremost, in order for your marriage to truly grow, he has to be fully invested in the marriage. And not just like saying I'm here, but mind, body, and soul. That's right. He has to truly be connect, con- committed on all three levels. Elsewise, uh, you're not going to get 100% from him. And so... But given the situation that you guys are in, that's not going to be your present reality. It's not going to be realistic to say, we need you to commit 100% right now. Because there are some attachments and associations that he's in, and it's interfering and disrupting the growth. Asking him to stop right now is not going to work. What we have to do is explore the root of the situation to truly see why he's doing this. And trust me, what you think he's doing it in terms of your surface reason is not the true reason. It's deeper than that. It always is. And so secondly, these habits, you have to see these as habits uh, that he's using to cope with a hidden anxiety or a hidden issue. Hmm. So these are coping mechanisms that he's using to deal with issues that are beneath the surface. We all do this. You know, maybe he doesn't feel like he's a competent husband. Mm -hmm. Maybe he doesn't feel like he's a good dad. Maybe he's struggling to deal with the weight of the marriage. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, there's a lot of disgruntled husbands that are out there. I speak with them. I, I have a couple. Well, I won't say that. I, I, I just know that they're, <laughs> I give a lot of information because I know people that, that listen. So anyway, just know that husbands deal with stress just like wives deal with mm-hmm. stress. Mm-hmm. His interpretation and his coping with that stress will look completely different. Because he's not an emotional being like women, he's not going to let you into the deep recesses of his heart. So, like I said, asking him to stop is not going to—it's not going to work. And asking why he's doing it is not going to work, right? And here's the thing to remember, okay? So take this note down. We are, as humans, we are pleasure-seeking, pain-avoiding creatures. So we often, especially men, if there's something that's painful or anxiety producing in us we nine times out of ten will suppress that Hmm. we're not going to express our anger and our pain well i'm sorry let me rephrase that we're not going to express our our pain and our anxiety if we do it's going to come out through anger and aggression see women and man you can correct me if i'm wrong but you guys it's easy for y'all to share what's going on Mm-hmm. Yeah, actually, you know, <laughs> with us, you do that a lot. You know, you, you're you're more free to share how more you vocal. feel. Uh-huh. Yeah, husbands, dudes, we're not as vocal. If we get a headache, you ain't gonna know. Mm-hmm. And, and and you know this even. Yes, with me. I definitely know that. <laughs> I mean, sometimes it makes me mad because I'm like, "What's wrong? Oh, I'm cool." Yeah. But I, but you just want to go lay down in the exactly, dark. Exactly. Exactly. So so just know, you know, as you're listening, that there's something going on that he's not talking about. Okay, and we're going to talk about how you can position yourself to help him to be a little bit more vocal about what's really going on. Right. Um, but like I said, remember, we're pain, uh, abo- pleasure-seeking, pain-avoiding creatures. 
And we often suppress the pain and ignore it by distracting ourselves with more pleasurable activities. So think of like watching TV or, for instance, eating when you're not hungry. Like <laughs> most of the time when we eat, it's not because we're hungry. It's because we're using that as a way to deal with something else, right? There, here's a two to really tell if you're truly hungry. If, you're, if you can eat broccoli, like if you're truly hungry enough to eat broccoli, then that means you're hungry. If not, then it's usually probably something else that you're just eating to feel good about something or to reward yourself, you know. Um, so, but just think about that. We we all have ways to cope. If it's not watching TV or binge eating, um, it's, you know, pornography, drinking, doing drugs. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's tons of ways that we cope with our issues. And so this is a way f- for him to cope. Now, if I can just say, yeah. um, just really quick, and I mean, maybe this could be another show, part two. But, I mean, I think it'll be important for us to outline different ways, different preventative, you know, tactics and, mm-hmm. and tips. Yeah. So that, you know, a husband or a wife, you know, does not get to this point. Yeah, yeah. No, no I like that. And I think that we do owe a show to that. Yes. Um, because these are learned behaviors that if they go for, like, I guess, undealt with over a long extended period of time, they become habits. Right. You know, and once you get a habit into a marriage, it's kind of hard to break mm-hmm. by 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 itself. So let me give you four questions to ask him, because I believe that the best way to deal with this is to have a conversation about it. Not an argument, not a why are you doing this conversation, but to have a sit down, heart to heart, family meeting conversation about what's going on. And so let me give you four questions to answer real, or to ask real fast. And these are strategic questions. So. Question number one is this. Ask him, what is he looking for? I know that sounds weird, but like I said, don't do the why are you doing this. Say, what are you looking for? And if you ask this question straightforward, you may not get a clear answer. So you will want to ask it in a different way. This is a little bit more of a psychological way to kind of get in the back door. The question should sound something like this. What reward do you get out of exposing yourself to women? Okay, so we just took it to a deeper level. Instead of saying, why are you doing this? Go straight to the heart and say, what reward are you getting out of exposing yourself to other women? What reward, what reward do you get out of saying obscene things to other women? Because remember, we're pleasure-seeking, pain-avoiding creatures. So if he's doing something, even though it goes is counterintuitive to the role of a husband, he must be getting some type of pleasure from it. And it must be meeting a need. So your job is to go straight to the source and ask him, what's the reward? Like, when he's done, when he sent the picture, you know, we call it sexting, obviously. When he sexted, what is the reward that he gets out of doing that? Mm-hmm. Or when he has sent a video asking a girl that, you know, that he wants to have oral sex with her, what fulfillment is he getting? What type of affirmation is he getting out of that behavior? Yeah, and... I know, I really know that this is probably going to be something hard for you to do, mm-hmm. but if you're really seeking to save your marriage, you have to go deeper than yeah. your initial emotions and feelings about the situation. Yeah. Yeah. You have to use a different tactic, because yeah. if you do the same thing over and over again, expecting a, a different result, that's, that's the insane. definition of yeah. what? Insanity. Insanity. And, and remember, I like that point, because I didn't, even, I didn't even say anything about your emotional state right now, because... It's going to be very important that you bypass how you feel emotionally. 
You're going to feel repulsed. You're going to feel disrespected. You're going to feel angry. And you're going to have to bypass all of that if you're looking to help him. If, and if you're looking to save your marriage. Exactly. Exactly. Now, that doesn't mean you you can't be mad, but you can't use that as your ammunition right now. Right. Because and you can't men, use that as an excuse to, you know, not do anything. Oh, exactly. And men don't respond well to angry women. We shut down. You know, so let's go to question number two. Question number two is this. What are we missing in our marriage that is causing you to be preoccupied with these inappropriate social encounters? So, again, what are we missing in our marriage that is causing you to be preoccupied with these inappropriate social encounters? And the underlying thing in this one is there's something that you guys, he could get from you, but he's getting from someone else. And so you want to discover what that thing is. Okay? And, and another question you can ask is this. What do you need from me that will keep you focused on us? So that's even taking it a step further and asking them, what do you need from me as a wife that will keep you focused on us? And again, this isn't, um, this isn't saying that he is justified in what he's doing. This again is being proactive and trying to figure out ways to improve your marriage and to, you know, to restore everything between you two. Remember, you guys are coming at this as a team. It's not you against him. It's y'all against the issue. And so if it's you two against the issue, you have to approach and attack the issue differently. And this is just another way of making sure that you remain on the team. And if you guys were playing a sport or, you know, you were working on a project together, you would look to help the other person out. So why should it be any different in a marriage? You know right. what I mean? So what do you need from me that will keep you focused on us? And like Mandy said, it's not a justification, but it's a way to make sure that you guys remain on the same team. And then the last question is this. How can I hold you accountable as you work to break this habit? You see what I just did? You, you, you kept yourself in the picture as a teammate by asking, how can I hold you accountable? Remember, men don't respond well to angry women who always nag. They shut down. And so if you're nagging and angry and just always trying to get him to stop because of your insecurities, he's going to sense that and he's going to shut down. And even if, again, you're justified in your anger, which you are justified here, still the angriness and the bitterness and the contempt is going to get you nowhere. Yeah, so you have to fuel it and use it a different way. Yes. You You can can still be Yeah, you can still be firm in your approach, but you still have to be respectful and cut all the extra emotional stuff out. And we, as humans, we're responsible for our own decisions, or we're 10 times more responsible for our own decisions versus when someone else gives us a decision. For instance, if, if you got a kid and you tell the kid uh, to go eat their dinner that you made that they don't like, they're not going to eat it. But if you let them pick out what they want to eat for dinner, even if it includes something that you know they need to eat that they don't like, they're 10 times or 9 times more likely to eat it. And so if you allow him to tell you how he can hold, how you can hold him accountable, he's 9 times more likely to stay with that structure that you guys set in place. And so the main goal is not to cast judgment on him, um, is not to tell him that he needs to stop or simply ask him why he's doing this. Again, remember, you got to hear me. You, you don't want to provoke defensiveness in him because if you do, you risk him getting defensive, getting angry, and shutting down. You want to position yourself as a safe and trustworthy spouse. This is the only way that he will become vulnerable enough to open up about what he is truly dealing with what he is truly dealing with. And so this is just a strategy to help a man. And I'm telling you this as a man, as a husband, to help a man 
become emotionally vulnerable with his wife. Right. Is when you present yourself as a safe place, as someone who can be trustworthy with the with his heavy emotions. And understand, this is something I had to do when we were looking to restore our marriage. Yeah. When my husband didn't want to be here. Exactly. And so you have to take that position. You have to remain the same. You yeah. cannot take that position as an angry, bitter woman who is, you know, resenting your husband. Yeah, yeah. And so, so you have to keep that in mind. Keep that in mind. And I know this is... A very non-traditional answer, but think about it. We're trying to make marriage work. And just one more thing I want to say. If you're not ready to go to him with this, you don't feel like you're strong enough to be able to implement these things, if you can get a support system together, one or two people who can help to be optimistic during this time for you, prayerful and positive, help, you know. Let's let's do it this way. Okay. Listen, you listen to episode number, what was the episode that you did? The last one. Okay, so listen to episode number 16. Yes. And that'll give you all of the strategies that you need to do before you go to him. Exactly. So listen to number 16. Get all of those things that Mandy talked about. And then once you have your your prayer focus, once you have a group that you can talk to, um, then when you feel strong enough, then you go to him with this. Exactly. So, but anyway, we went over 15 minutes. Um, but thank you for your question. Let us know how this goes, okay? We want to help you guys out. We'll be praying for you guys in Jesus' name. Yes. (laughs) But anyway, we're done, guys. We appreciate it. Please go to iTunes and leave us a rating and review. Um, And we will see you guys in a couple days. All right. Deuces. Deuces.